<laughs> Y'all ready for this? Time to talk ball. Welcome to Across the Middle with French Chalet. Your one and only source for gridiron, NBA, baseball, and of course, high school recruiting. Here's your host, Frank Chalette. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Frank Chalette. Welcome to episode numero uno, number one of Across the Middle. And I got my special guest right here, my nephew, Dre, who's going to be talking Houston, Texas. What's up, Dre? Hey, how's everybody doing today? Hey, man, we're ready to talk some football, man. Hey, uh, I tell you, man, we had a lot of things going on, man. People are locked up in the house. They can't do anything. So we're going to kick off this initial episode of Across the Middle with yours truly with uh, at least trying to get your mind off of what's going on. This show is mainly, we're mainly going to be discussing NFL because we had a lot of things going on with the NFL. Of course, we had the draft. And we're mainly going to be talking Texans, Cowboys. We'll throw some 49ers in there because I know I got some 49er fans. Even though it makes me Anyway, I got to talk about everybody's team. And we're also going to hit up on the Saints. So, Dre, man, how are you feeling today? I am actually feeling really lovely. Um, it's Mama's Day. Ready to go get some Mama's cooking here in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And... and his mama is my sister, and I heard uh, she's about to throw down, so she might have an extra stomach in the house today, you know, especially <laughs> after doing this, you know. But anyway, we're going to jump right in to the NFL draft, and well, this will be the Texans report. We're going to get it started off. We're going to let Dre kind of kick it off. So, Dre, how did you like what the Texans did? Thank you for joining um, overall, um, I'm pleased. Uh, I was hoping that I'll be more ecstatic going into the season. Uh, but I am actually pleased. We did fill a lot of holes that we needed. Um, first and foremost, we lost DJ Reader. Um, well, everybody knows we lost DeAndre Hopkins. But one other player that we did lose and nobody talks about, and he was big in our interior defense, was DJ Reader, our nose tackle. Um, we did go ahead and get him replaced with um, the defensive tackle out of uh, TCU, uh, not TCU, yeah, out of TCU, Ross uh, Blacklock. And uh, looking at his tape, uh, he's going to be one of those guys, you know, it's simple plug and play, uh, especially with J.J. Watts uh, on the other side. Uh, then Wendy Merciless to pass rushing, so it gives him, gives him some room to grow. Um, then we also addressed the cornerback position for love of God, we've been needing to address that. Um, uh, we did get yeah, the like the Cowboys with safety. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's that, another um, topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we picked up John Reed. Um, I went back and looked at a lot of his films. Um, real solid. Uh, needs a little bit like, as far as his own coverage. Uh, pretty solid as far as man coverage goes. We could uh, work him in at probably like our third, fourth corner. Um, but I see a lot of potential in him to possibly be uh, a good number two or number one in the future. Um, and to, uh, to top it off, uh, the receiver that we got, Isaiah Culture out of uh, Rhode Island. Now, that was the pick. I didn't know who he was or didn't know nothing about him. 
Then I went and looked at his film. Now, for him coming out that small of a school, he produced a lot. Yeah, that's um, well, that's what you want to see. You know, if a guy, if a guy, because the NFL is the highest level. So what you want to see is you want to see a guy dominate at that level. It Not just be okay and not just, he has to dominate. Because think about it, he didn't play Division One, so he has to dominate at that position or, 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 or play, well, almost like what Carson Wentz did at North Dakota yeah. State. He has to stick out like a sore thumb, you know what I mean? Yeah, and um, like I said, I went back and watched the film, and it's kind of he kind of had like a CD Lamb effect where he made his quarterbacks better, and that's why I like the fact that y'all drafted CD Lamb because for the past three years he's literally made those three Oklahoma quarterbacks look fantastic, starting with Baker Mayfield, then to um, little Kyler Murray, then this year with um, having uh, yeah uh, Jalen Hurts, yeah, who the Eagles took. <laughs> nah, let me tell you something, man. You know, I'll call it like I like I see it, you know? You know, I'm a Cowboy fan, but now hosting the show, I have to understand now I have to look at the teams, all the teams now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it can't just all the time be about the Cowboys. But, you know, I I think that's a big thumbs up for the Eagles. I think he has the potential to be another Donovan McNabb. Yeah, I actually agree with that a lot. Um, I <laughs> yeah, like that. Honestly, man, I see this guy in – Four or five years being McNabb. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, McNabb went to three NFC title games and then went to one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Eagles were pretty actually, daggone good when they had McNabb. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think he took them to maybe four. Because when Car- uh, yeah. the year Arizona went. They were good for a while. I know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> They were good. I, I hated them, but... <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, they're a rival. And when I say I hate them, I, you know, I don't wish them death to harm or anything. I just wish them to lose games, you know. <laughs> That's about it. That's what I mean by hate. You know, I don't have a, you know, an everlasting hate. Well, yeah, I do. I guess I do because I won't even go visit the city. <laughs> you know what I mean? The funny thing is my dad's favorite basketball team was the 76ers. And my hate for the Eagles was so much that I went to the Lakers. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy, you know, how that goes. Yeah, but yeah. overall, how would you grade the Texans draft? Um, I would actually give it give it about a B B minus. Like I said, I'm pleased. Um, I do feel like there are some other um players that I felt were better at the time of picking that we could have got. But um, ultimately, after looking back at all the film of uh, the players that we drafted, say about a B, B minus. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, considering that they didn't have what the first round pick or the second round, yeah. am I right? No, we had a we had a second round. We okay, got it from Arizona. Yeah, I mean, I I have to agree with you, man. I have to agree with you. Uh, that that's a pretty fair assessment of that grade right there. I mean, I would, I would roll with that. I ain't got no problem with that. <laughs> We're going to take a real quick break. Real, real quick. You're listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. Once again, this is Across the Middle. I'm sitting right here with Dre. We're talking NFL draft. 
We're starting off, of course, with the Texans. He just went through the Texans draft, and I'll be jumping right into the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Personally, they crushed it. I think they crushed it. Um, a lot of people question uh, the C.D. Lamb pick, and they question it from a point of view that they say, well, that wasn't a need for the Cowboys. The Cowboys had Amari Cooper. They had Michael Gallup. But we just lost Randall Cobb. I mean, who's going to play the slot? Somebody's got to play the slot. <laughs> And 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 it just isn't it just isn't the wide receiver part of it. Cobb was also a punt returner. He also was a, a kick returner. He also was a guy that ran the reverses. This is what CeeDee Lamb does. So it made sense. It made sense. If the guy is sitting there, you you have to take him. You have to take him because if Michael Gallup keeps developing at the rate that he's going at the end of the last year. Michael Gallup was on fire. Couldn't nobody hold him. He was darn near uncoverable. So the Cowboys have to look at this from this point of view of this guy might be gone in free agency. Or they may be trading him because he's going to want to get paid too. Mm -hmm. So at least you have CeeDee Lamb for four years plus a fifth-year option. So you got him for five years. So this mm -hmm. absolutely makes sense. Although, did they need edge? Yes, if you come from the point of view of, um, you know, them having to depend on Alden Smith and now Randy Gregory. Um, yeah. I, I can see where people say that, but man, it's... If those, if each of those guys give you six sacks, that's twelve sacks from that side. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. <laughs> you don't need them to come in and be Charles Haley. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the draft. Uh, first, they start off with CD Lamb. The one I like was Trayvon Diggs, because now Al Harris and people forget the Cowboys not only have a new head coach. They have a new defensive coaching staff. And Al Harris, who is a Pro Bowl corner for the Green Bay Packers, this man is a press cover guy. He wants guys that are right there in your face, and they are traveling with you like a shadow. Yeah, because I remember I remember Al Harris because he was, he was an irritant. Um, in fact, he was the one that met when uh, Green Bay and uh, Seattle had that playoff game. And Matt Hasselbeck was like, Give us the ball so we can win the game. He's the one that made that pick six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a dog, man. He's got that dog mentality. And Trayvon Diggs is a dog. Now, although he, when originally recruited by Alabama, was a wide receiver, much like his brother. Um, Hey, man, always trust in Saban. If Saban, hell, I could go there as a five-star recruited running back, and if he tell me, I'm a wheel linebacker. I am making the move because the man obviously knows something, you know. What I like about Trayvon Diggs, and, and first we'll get into, the, you know, we'll get uh, after we talk about the draft picks, we'll get into the losses because the Cowboys had a lot of them. They lost uh, uh, Malik, uh, Malik Collins. They lost uh, Jason Witten. Uh, they lost, of course, Byron Jones. They lost uh, 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 Heath. Um, they also lost uh, – 
my man that they picked up that was with the Rams and uh, the Dolphins. He went and signed with the Bears. He was good too. That one, uh, that that one hurt. Uh, uh, Robert. Um, Robert, Quinn? Robert Quinn, yeah, they lost Robert Quinn. To me, that one kind of hurt. That's the kind of that was the one guy I wanted to hang on to. And then the Texans, that one hurt too of Cobb. And the reason why it kind of hurt because Cobb had played under McCarthy, so he knew the system. So it would have been a perfect fit, you know what I mean? But yeah. that that's a good pickup for y'all, you know. Um, but those are the losses, and then we'll get into the draft picks. Corsini, Lamb, Trayvon Diggs. This is what I like about Diggs. He's a ball hawk. I was the first person telling the Cowboys, screaming to the Cowboys, not that I, you know, had Jerry Jones' personal number or anything like that, <laughs> but I was willing to the Cowboys, do not keep Byron Jones. I don't care if, no, look, I know his motto is, I'm not going to catch it, neither is him, but I don't care. <laughs> My corner has to get turnovers let's get interceptions he's basically the wide receiver for the defense just like the safeties are the 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 running backs of the defense the linebackers are the fullbacks of the damn defense that's how that's how uh, the offense it breaks down like that the the corners are the wide receivers of the defense the safeties are the running backs of the defense you understand what i'm saying that's how they marry each other and if you think i'm lying a running back that, that doesn't have a lot of juice or, or maybe isn't good at picking and finding holes, what do they do with them? They stick them in safety because they're used to being physical. They're big guys. They can, they can run downhill. They can hit you, you know? Fullbacks or, 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 or running backs that get too big, what do they do with them? They stick them at linebacker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Corners. They can't catch, but they can run like the wind. What do they do? Uh, uh, I'm in corners that used to be wide receivers. They, you know, they can't catch. What do they do? But they can run like the wind. They stick them in corner. Mm -hmm. So each position has a, a mirror image on the other side. And that's how it works, you know? Um, I like what they did. Trayvon Diggs is a straight-up ball hawk. He's going to go get the ball. He, yeah, and that's it. Oh, go and ahead. That's actually who uh, – that's – Actually, who I wanted uh, in that second round, whenever I seen he was still there, I was like, let's go get Trayvon Diggs. But instead, we went ahead and addressed it. To, like I said, um, it was a good pick that we got to D-tackle, but like I said, there's better players, and Trayvon Diggs was one of those players. Yeah, I personally, I, I love the pick because we needed somebody to go get the ball. You know, one of our other corners that drive me crazy is Chidobi, and I'm hearing that they're going to move him to safety, and I'm praying that that happens because this man is Stevie Wonder when it comes to corners. He has no idea that damn ball is coming. The wide receiver could be turned around jumping. Cheeto ain't turning around. To me, he, he struggles with playing with his back to the quarterback. If he can, if he cannot, if he doesn't have visual contact of the quarterback, he struggles to know where he is on the field. Now I know he was an All Pac-12 safety at Colorado. To me, he's a safety. Everybody's screaming the Cowboys to take a safety. They did. They just played him at corner, much like they did to Byron Jones. Byron Jones was a corner, and they had him playing at safety. It wasn't until somebody said, "Well, why don't we try him at corner?" 
No, he still can't. He he can't. He 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 couldn't pick off a cold if you threw it at him, but. <laughs> You know, he'll prevent somebody else from catching it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then we're going to run quickly through these other ones. Uh, Gallimore out of uh, Oklahoma. Love the pick, man. This guy just moves body. Bodies. He moves them, man. I'm telling you. I, I'm trying to see if I can find that cue, man. I got a name for him. What is it? I call them Fat Alberts, man. You know, everybody called Lyman Big Nasties. I call them Fat Alberts. Everybody's got to have Fat Alberts. You know what I mean? And this cat is a Fat Albert that can run. Did you know what he ran in the 40? Um, Wasn't it like a 470? Yes. At over 300 pounds. And if you watch footage of him in Oklahoma, he was moving people. Almost looked like Indomitian Sue with more speed when yeah, Sue first nasty. came out. That's nasty. Yeah, he dude, this dude right here. In fact, let me give you a fact. Of the three, three of the first four picks of the Cowboys were rated in the top 40. How? So this is what I'm saying when I say they knocked it out the park. Actually, uh, Gallimore was rated higher than Trayvon Diggs. That's crazy. So three of the three of the top four players, and then the 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 other player would be who I call Tyler Badass, or uh, I can't say is you know I'm saying in a good way. I don't want to cuss or nothing like that, but he's the center out of uh, Wisconsin. It's going to replace uh, Travis Frederick, who just recently retired. Um, but three out of the four picks were top forty players. These are starters. These are guys that you come in and they can immediately start. Uh, the only other guy I like that they grab uh, later in that in that draft, and supposedly that quarterback they drafted is uh, pretty good in the seventh round, but the only other guy I like is a cat they grabbed out of Utah, the Adai, that defensive end. Yeah. Yeah, man, that guy, you know who he reminds me of? Teddy Bruschi. He has a lot of Teddy Bruschi in him. That's who he reminds me of. A motor that just doesn't stop. That's how Brewski was. A lot of people forget Teddy Brewski was a defensive tackle at Arizona. Arizona swarm defense. He ended up a linebacker by the time his career was over. But he had played almost everywhere on that defensive line, then moved to linebacker. Dang, I didn't even know that. Yeah. He was part of that desert swarm defense. That had Chris McAllister. Remember Chris McAllister? Yeah, the, I remember Chris McAllister. Yeah. Yeah. Teddy, him uh, and Teddy Bruski played together in college. They were part of that uh, Arizona Desert Swarm defense. So, yeah, man. It's kind of crazy. So, all right. Well, we already got through wrapping up. Oh, you know what? Let's give me two of your uh, two other teams. I told you to pick one, talk about one of them. You're going to go ahead and talk about the 49ers. I'll get into it. With the 49ers, they got um, Javon Kinlaw. Um, Man, that guy. What? No, they they, they, they got they that had, guy? Yeah, they had to replace Eric Armstead, who just uh, <laughs> they traded away. 
Man, that dude is disruptive. That Ken Law guy? Yeah, he's a, as what I call him, he is a, he's a, he's a butthole. He, he just does, the motor on that guy just goes. Yeah, he's a prime candidate for Fat Albert, for the Fat Albert Club. See, the Fat Albert Club, to me, those are the big daddies, the big granddaddies, you know, the guys that you give them, but you can certainly lose without those guys. Mm-hmm. You, if you ain't got no Fat Alberts on that offensive line or that defensive line, you are in trouble. I couldn't find where he was. I couldn't see where he was uh, drafted from. Um, but um, it helps a little bit because I don't think they re-signed Emmanuel Sanders. Um, but uh, it's No, something. no, they, they're set. Hell, you know who they're trying to pick up? Juju Schuster. It's reported that they, they're in trade talks with the Pittsburgh Steelers for the rights of member Schuster's from California. Yeah. LA. Went, yeah, went to USC. Yeah, and then... I hope um, they don't pull that off because we got to play them this year. <laughs> um, they also went and got... Uh, they got Cole McKibbitz, uh offensive lineman, um, good pick. Uh, Charlie Warner, tight end, and another wide receiver, Jawan Jennings. Um, like I said, I didn't, uh, I didn't really do too much research on their uh, picks. Well, they're one of the teams that are favored, man. Um, they're gonna be one of the teams that are favored. Them, the Bucks, Niners. Um, I, I think the Cowboys are back in it. I really do, man. Yeah. I think the Cowboys are in it. Um, There's some other teams. Seattle. Seattle should be good. Um, um, hell, Atlanta. You better watch out for Atlanta, man. They got Todd Gurley over there, man. Yeah. And he's going to be out to prove something. Um, last time Matt Ryan had a very efficient running game, he took his team to a Super Bowl. Anyway, we're talking free agency, and I'm going to go here. What was Brady thinking of? I, I, know, I know you're looking at Tampa, and you're saying, okay, they got these weapons over here, and uh, you know I don't have no weapons where I'm at. But you were in a bad division. You really only had to worry about Buffalo, you know, who's on the up and up. Buffalo is on the up and up, you know? Um, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, what the hell are they thinking? Or what is Brady thinking? You go to a division now where you're going to face Breeze twice. You're going to face Matt Ryan twice and Teddy Bridgewater twice. Let that sink in. Wait a minute. Let that sink in. His entire career, name the quarterbacks in his own division that were a threat to him. All right, so in recent history, we have Buck Fumble Sanchez. Um, I said a threat. I said a threat. <laughs> the Jets, honestly, with all due respect, because I don't ever wish to disrespect anybody's team, but we know that the, the Jets have kind of fallen short, you know, when it comes to that position, and this is why they struggle. Now, I think they have the right guy now. They just got they got to get them some fat Alberts up front to help them out. You know what I mean? 
Um, if you get that cat some time, man, he can hurt you. You know what I mean? Um, Buffalo, man. I'm blown away by Buffalo. And that quarterback got a cannon. Let me tell you something. A lot of people talk about, and, and as they should, Pat Mahomes. And they talk about his throwing arm. My man over there in Buffalo can't throw. Bro, his arm is ridiculous, bro. He gets the ball where it needs to be in tight spots. And it looks effortless. And then yeah. now you got Miami on the up and up. You notice, as <laughs> soon as Brady left, Miami went on a whole yard, boy. They went to spending money, boy. <laughs> that whole division went to spending money. It was like they said, oh, we got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> boy, they went to spending money, boy. It was like the party was on, boy. They couldn't now, wait for that to happen. <laughs> Yeah. The reason why they ain't worried about getting the quarterback. Why? That they're quarterback? Trying to get, uh, they're trying to play tank season so they can go get Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see Belichick tanking, boy. I don't know, man. Hell no. He's trying he to win. That's Mr. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You know, I just don't see oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see him tanking, man. Uh-uh, he's trying to win them games. Hell, if he had to go out there and take the snaps, he's trying to win them games. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. So, anyway, I I, I just think that Tom Brady made a bad mistake. He's going yeah, to he's gonna have to face Breeze. Okay, this is just in his division. Breeze twice. I just told you Matt Ryan. Then he's got uh, 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 Teddy Bridgewater. And then look, look in, the, uh, in the conference. You gotta face San Francisco. You gotta face Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. You gotta face Minnesota. You gotta face Carson Wentz and the Eagles. You gotta face Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. There are some juggernauts you got to get through. You got to face Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson in Seattle. Huh? <laughs> At least in the AFC, all you had was Watson. Uh, uh, my man, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, and 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 Pat Mahomes, cause cause my man Roffensberger, he's ready for a wheelchair. <laughs> and Denver done kicked what's his name out of there? Uh, who used to be with uh uh, uh Baltimore? He's done. So it was wide open. You could have still had a chance of win over there. Why would you come to the NFC that's loaded with quarterbacks and defenses? Quarterbacks and defenses. And let me tell you a team no one's talking about, man. And I'm telling you, I'm going to go ahead and put it in now. You better watch out for the Washington Redskins. If they get any type of quarterback play, that front four is lights out. All first-round picks. They scare the mess out of me. Everybody forgot they picked up Reuben Foster, middle linebacker. Oh, yeah, and he didn't play because he had the torn ACL. Well, he's playing this year. That kind of remind me. That remind me of uh 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 of uh, uh, Friday uh, Friday after next when he said, "Yeah, man, you remember when we were little kids?" He said, "Yeah, but you grown up now." <laughs> you grown up now. He didn't want to hear that little kid stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um... <sighs> yeah, that's just the talk of the uh, days. Uh... Oh, Tom Brady thing. Um, 
another team that people uh, should be on the watch out for. You know, and, uh, you know what they're gonna be saying about Brady. I don't mean to cut you off. You know what they're gonna be saying about Brady though. Straight up. He's need a Damn shame what they did to that dog. <laughs> That's what they're going to be saying about him, man. And I feel bad for him, man. I really do, man. I really do, man, because he, he you know, he don't deserve that. But you know what we'll be saying at the end of the year? How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Yeah! I'm hoping, man. Hell, we might need to talk Jimmy to come out of retirement for that to happen. We don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, so so we were talking break. Oh, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Um, the team people really should watch out for in, from the AFC side. Uh, since you brought yours from the NFC side, I'm going to bring mine from the AFC side. Teams better watch out for Denver. You better watch out for the Broncos. Yeah, um, Locke started showing some signs, and then they, they went and picked up some guys for him, you know? Yeah, um, they got Jerry Judy. Of yeah. course, they have Cortland Sutton on the outside. No offense. Uh, they got Melvin Gordon in the backfield to go to uh, complement with Philip Lindsay. Um, then on their defense, they went and traded for AJ Boye, um, who's a real good solid corner. Yeah. Um, and like they, well, Jacksonville just disassembled their defense, didn't they? Yeah. The, huh. I think the only two players that are left on that defense that was on that uh 2013 15 team that went to the AFC championship um is Telvin Smith and Miles Jack. Hmm. Man, that's interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. That that that's crazy. There goes there go my theme. So this is what I'm talking about. You have to have those fat Alberts to win. You know what I mean? On the D line. So every time we talk about the big guys, you're going to hear that sound, that song kicking in in the background, that Fat Albert theme song, you know, because it starts with the big guys. All right, so I'm going to tell you who else. And, man, if they just weren't starting a rookie, a quarterback, San Diego is loaded. I mean, I'm, I, I'm sorry, the Chargers. The Chargers are loaded, man. That division is going to be tough. Because they all went offense. The Raiders grabbing uh the 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 the, the receiver out of Alabama. They grabbed Henry Ruggs. Yeah, Ruggs, man. I'm telling you, man. And then and then you like you said, you already brought up Denver. What about what about the Chargers? Yeah. The Chargers. defense is gonna be lights out. And you know what's crazy? The, the Two reasons why San Diego or the Chargers haven't really been good these last because of Philip Rivers. Let's be honest. Philip Rivers. He threw them out of the playoffs. <laughs> Philip uh, Philip Rivers and um, Philip Rivers and um, the they just they for whatever reason they can never stay healthy. That team is never healthy. They always got somewhere between like. Three to five starters that miss in the whole entire year. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. You should say that. You know, um, that's what it comes down to. And you know, first of all, I want to say, you know, God bless everybody that's undergoing this uh, COVID nineteen epidemic. You know, I hope you're safe. Uh, hopefully, this will all be over and soon, soon enough. But you know, we'll get back to sports because I hear enough of that already. 
Um, so now we're going to move on to the next segment that I call schedules. So we'll be right back. All right. This is my 30 second rant. Jerry Jones. Why haven't you signed Dak Prescott yet? This makes no daggone sense. You should have got him when it was only a 30, maybe 31 million. Now the price is climbing. And now the hangup is one year. Cowboys don't do four-year contracts. Dak wants a four-year contract. Cowboys want five. Are you kidding me? Give the man four. Give the man four. Because you know if you gave him, gave him five and he stunk up the joint after four, you cut him. You would be free of him. So let's go ahead and get this deal done because if we get them done, maybe we can go get an Everson Griffin. Maybe we can go make a trade for Jamal Adams. But as long as we have to pay him 33, 34 million, it doesn't allow us to key up cap space. Sir Jerry Jones, I hate to come at you like this, my brother. You're listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. All right, we're back with Dre. We're going to go ahead and um, let's see. We're going to jump into the schedule. Uh, the NFL has some interesting games. Uh, who are y'all starting off with uh, on the Texans side? Oh, we got Kansas City right off the rip. Wow. Talking about just coming in, man. Think. Wow. Why would they do that with y'all? You would think that they would do it with Baltimore. Had to have that Lamar Jackson, but then that was a good game. That was a good game with y'all. You know what I mean? What what turned that game around for us was a punt return that almost went for a touchdown. Uh huh. That changed the game. And me and Johnny were watching that game live. And as soon as that punt return happened, me me and Johnny looked at each other and said, "Oh no, it's coming." Yeah. And it just kept coming and kept coming. Well, maybe this is why y'all made the trade. Remember, you got David Johnson in that trade. You got David. Huh? Yeah. Is he going to be healthy? Right? Yeah. But he's very productive when healthy. And he gives y'all a good one-two punch. You still have... uh, 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 Duke Johnson, right? Yeah. And then you also have uh, uh, what's his name? Did y'all? Or did you cut? No, him? we don't have Carlos Hyde. That's a good. That's a good one-two punch, David Johnson and Duke Johnson. I'm telling you, that's a good. It what it does is it preserves David Johnson. It prever- It prevents him from getting into that danger zone when running backs, particularly running backs later in their career, what is he like, 30 now? 28, 29. Oh, 28, 29. Okay, yeah, in terms of football years, he's probably like 34, 35, you know, because running backs age faster because of the constant hits, you know. But you're preserving him, and you're not solely depending on him because of that history, you know what I mean? And it's allowing Duke Johnson to do what he do, and that's to be a scat type of back, to be a change of pace back, you know? But if that combination worked, man, y'all could knock it out the park with that because it makes Watson that much more dangerous. If y'all can run the ball, it makes Watson almost, you know, undefendable, you know? 
Yeah, and, and uh, the thing, and the reason why I, another reason why I wasn't really happy with the trade is because with the all uh, with uh, receivers we got, Kiki QT, um, Will Fuller, uh, Kenny Stills, Randall Cobb. Um, they, my only problem with them is. They have yet to show me. Well, Randall Cobb's played a few 16-game seasons. I think Kenny Stills may got one or two. But those guys miss a lot of games due to injuries. How many primetime games do the Texans have? I know the Cowboys have five. Um, I know we kick off uh, uh, Sunday night with the Rams. Um, I don't know. Everybody seems to think that's going to be a good game. And I'm like, wait a minute. How is it going to be a good game? You know what I mean? How, how did they figure that that's going to be a good game? That's the only we thing. Only got... To me, the Rams aren't the same team without Gurley. I'm not scared of them without Gurley. Uh, we only got one prime t- uh, one nighttime game this year. I think they said the Cowboys have five. Man, also let me also. It's very rude of me. I didn't. I didn't even discuss the free agent pickups. Did you go over the Texans free agent pickups? Because I know the Cowboys, I didn't discuss the Ontario Poe. They picked him up. They also picked up uh, Gerald McCoy. I think that solidifies their inside defensive tackles right there. Um, They also managed to uh, sign HaHa Clinton Dix. That gives them a veteran safety. Um, I'd like to see a younger playmaking safety. Safety, but remember, I, I said that they're talking about moving Chidobe to safety, which I think would be an excellent move. And then it would allow Xavier Rhodes to be that nickel kind of guy that's kind of wandering around. You know what I mean? So yeah, it will help that uh, back in. Yeah, um, but for the most part, it was just uh, Randall Cobb. We and it was just uh, we end up resigning uh, Bradley Roby, Brennan Hargraves. Um, that's why, like I said, I really like the fact that we went and got that John Reed dude from uh, Penn State. Because, yeah, that was a good pickup, man. Um, because what that allows him to do is play that uh, fourth corner spot to get used to it. Because we're actually going to be moving uh, moving Lonnie Johnson to safety. Yeah. Because he plays very effective and efficient at safety. Uh, he kind of reminds me of Chidobe. He can't really play his back to the ball real well. But whenever he sees the play developing in front of him, he's on it like, yeah, like clockwork. Um, but I think that was the biggest move that we made as far as I could remember. Is just a, uh, I mean, well, they got y'all in the running, man. Y'all are definitely in the running. Y'all should win that division. Um, I guess the big question is, what will your offense look like uh, without? Hopkins, you know, and then also remember David Johnson. That's a double-edged sword. He's a heck of a receiver out the backfield. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like it, it only the the trade only makes sense if David Johnson produces. And I think he will because he won't he won't be asked to be the bell cow. If you could limit his touches between fifteen and twenty a game. You're going to get a very productive David Johnson. Mm-hmm. Say say, and, say that you're going to give the running back the ball 30 times, right? You split the carries 15 and 15 or the touches. 
Yeah. You split them, man. That do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, um, but uh, for the most part, I'm I'm optimistic, uh, but looking at the schedule, it is going to be kind of tough. Um, I'm hoping we could at least go somewhere between uh, 11 and 6, 12 and 5. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at our schedule. To, I was thinking 10 and 6. I know we have the Rams, and then we – after the Rams, we go to, uh, if I'm not mistaken, to Seattle. Uh, then I know somewhere in there we have uh, the Cleveland Browns. I believe that's week four. Week three is it's somebody else ridiculously good. I think it's the Eagles, yeah. So that's how we start off. I'm, I'm, I might have us at 10 and 6, 11 and 5. We play the 49ers. That'll be a primetime game. Remember, we got an extra game in there now. So the 17 games now. Yeah. So we got, yeah, we got the 49ers, man. We have to play Baltimore. We have to play that division. We got Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Uh, I know we also have, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we play Green Bay, Minnesota. They said we had the fourth easiest schedule. I'm like, where? <laughs> <laughs> where? Oh. Because I, I expect the Giants to be better. And 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 I don't expect them to make the playoffs. When I say better, I expect them to be better against us because of Jason Garrett being their offensive coordinator. He's going to know that personnel pretty well, even though there's some new faces, you know? Yeah. Um, our our schedule, our first uh, seven games, are it, it could get kind of gross. We got Kansas City followed up by Baltimore. Um Pittsburgh, actually, that's another one of my sleeping teams uh, just because of the fact that their defense alone. Um, and if Ben Roethlisberger could stay uh, healthy for a full 16-game season, which is nah. probably not going to happen. Man, you see what he looked like? I was watching uh, Good Morning Football or whatever that show is, man. It was showing him, bro. That dude, he's like, um, he's got to be over 300 pounds, man. He don't look like he's ready to play football. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, look, not that he was ever, you know, some gym rat anyway. We all know Big Ben, he's a throwback. He's a throwback. What I mean by that is, you know, back when Terry Bradshaw and those guys were playing, you know, back in the, you know, in the 70s, even the, in the 60s when Don Meredith and Bart Starr and, you know, and Lenny Dawson and all those guys were playing, you know, their idea of, uh, of working out was, you know, you played a game and then you went and partied all night. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why that's why fitness used if you see a lot of those old NFL films, very rarely do you see guys like Howie Long and Randy White, them big, thick, muscle-bound dudes. Because a lot of them were just just big, long lane people, you know? Because they didn't they didn't have like an off-season workout program and nutrition program and all of this stuff that they have now, you know? Yeah. So, so. um after Pittsburgh, we got Minnesota, Jacksonville, Tennessee, then Green Bay right before our bye. Yeah. So those first seven games are going to be. You get a bye in week eight? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, Cowboys get a bye in week 10. Um, you know, folks, we're almost coming up to it. It's right around 45 minutes, and we're going to be winding this down. 
like I said, this episode right here was primarily going to be on what was going on in the NFL because we had a draft taking place. We also had some free agency, and then we also had to talk about the schedule. But normally on Across the Middle, I will also cover Big 12, SEC. He's A&M, so we're going to be getting into a and I'm Texas. We'll be talking about that. We'll also be covering OU, everybody else. So it just won't be uh, our teams. We're going to hit all of the teams. And then we'll also be talking high school recruiting. And then I'm going to be introducing a segment that I call MVP of the day. I didn't run it today because there's no sports being played. So what would be the point, you know? <laughs> but uh, it'll be a segment where I give you my MVP of the day, and that'll be my PTP or my prime time performer and the guy that I think need to be recognized for going above the call of duty. And then we'll also have another segment that we call Rock Solid Picks, and that's where Dre and I will give our top five picks, our guaranteed solid picks. Uh, it could be covering NFL, college. It could be covering uh, high school, you know, uh, or UFC or boxing. We'll also be talking boxing, and we'll be bringing uh, up some other things. So whew, we're getting close to that. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and we're going to wind this down. I want – to thank y'all for, you know, tuning in to Across the Middle. We're going to be doing this. Remember, recruiting, we'll be talking NFL, college, high school. I'll give you my primetime PTers. From Dre, this is Frank Chalette. I'm out of here. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Across the Middle with Frank Chalette. Tune in next week for more great guests and, of course, the best in sports talk. Until next week, I'm out of here.